Welcome to Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. I'm your host, business coach, and former photographer, Safina Duke. Let's challenge the rules of how you think you should be doing business. We'll look at what it really takes to sell your work for thousands of dollars and attract the clients who will love to pay you for it. Listen on to start creating your dream portrait business. Well, hello there. I am in the middle of a challenge and I want to tell you guys about it. Like, I'm just going to get right into it because this is like my update that I normally do at the beginning, but it's also the topic of the whole podcast. So I am doing the 75 hard challenge and I'm going to explain to you what that is because as I have told people, (laughs) I found out that most people don't know what it is. So I'll explain what that involves and everything. And it has given me some really clear ideas into um, why people fail and how people succeed and what it really takes and like what the challenge is about. So I just want to share that with you today. And I really think that you can take this into your business and use it to really become a professional, like become a professional at showing up for yourself in your business. So by the time you're listening to this, I'm about three weeks in. And what it is, is a 75 day challenge. Okay. And it was created by a man named Andy. Um, I'm not exactly sure how to say his last name, (laughs) but if you look it up, it'll be all over the internet and people have made all sorts of variations for it, but it was really meant to be done as like the 75 hard challenge for a reason. It was meant to be the 75 days and all of these things in the challenge are there for a really good reason. Okay. So here is what you have to do. You have to work out two times a day, and one of them has to be outdoors. And they have to be 45-minute workouts, and they have to be three hours apart. Okay, so like being in Indiana, (laughs) I started this, and I thought to myself, you know what? It's like it was nice weather. I was like, it's almost going to be summer. It would just be nice to have something positive to do, to go outside and walk and be active every day. (laughs) And the reality is that it's been like the most – cold April I've ever seen. It's been raining. It snowed once. Like it's just been a very cold experience, but I have been walking out in the cold and I go, as you guys might know, I go to the gym like every single day. So that part wasn't really difficult for me, but just adding in that extra outdoor workout, that was very hard at first. Okay. So you have to do that. You have to take a progress picture every day super easy, right? You have to do 10 pages of reading and it's like a self-development type of reading. You have to, and you can't do like an audiobook. Obviously you have to like actually read a book, which ADHD, that's kind of hard. You have to drink a gallon of water a day. You have to follow a diet. It doesn't really specify what diet you have to follow. So you choose your diet and no cheat meals or alcohol. So that's the whole thing that you have to do if you decide to do 75 hard. And I want to take a second to ask you, how do you show up to your business? Like, do you show up like this where you have things that you do no matter what every day and every week and you get them done no matter what? Because the whole point of 75 hard is you cannot cheat. You cannot like fail or you have to start back at the beginning. Like you can't just, you know, have a day where you're like, oh, I got sick. I you know, I didn't do it or, oh, the weather was really bad today. So I didn't get outside for my workout. 
right? It's all about like no matter what showing up. And so I listened to the podcast that the creator made a long time ago. And the interesting part about this challenge is it's very physically like demanding, right? It's about your body. It's about the water, the working out, the eating, all the body stuff, right? But what it actually is meant to do is to be a mental challenge to keep a promise to yourself. So keep that in mind as we're talking about this. And what happened is that after I started the challenge, I kind of like posted in a group that I'm in with like my, you know, my clothing brand friends. (laughs) This sounds so silly, but I'm in like a Facebook group for this like brand of clothing that I buy and I posted about that and they were like, you should join this accountability group. So I joined this accountability group for 75 hard and it has 20,000 people in it. So all day long, people are posting lots of different characters in there. (laughs) I'll just warn you up front. If you're going to join the group, there's like a lot of strange people in there, but they're just people posting about their struggles, people posting about how far they are. And so I really started to notice some things as I've seen how people are showing up to the challenge. And I really want to share this with you. So the first thing that I've noticed is that because it is such a drastic physical change, because people have so many physical results from the challenge, which you are tracking it, you are taking your picture every single day and you're going to see a change. You're doing so many things that are good for your body. Because of that, a lot of people get into the challenge as their weight loss challenge, like as their body transformation challenge. And so to me, that's one of the first reasons why people fail. And I want to link this back to you in a way that makes sense to you, but you can see where I'm going, right? And what it's doing is it's causing people to fail because I have a podcast on this that I think is one of probably the best podcasts in retrospect that I've posted about long-term versus short-term results. And it is looking for that short-term result of wanting to lose the weight, of wanting to see the body transformation that actually hinders people from being able to complete the challenge because they get like 30 days in or maybe just like 14 days in, two weeks in, and they're not seeing that big of a change because, hello, it's been two weeks, right? (laughs) And they get very discouraged because they were doing it to see the change. And then it's really not worth it to them. Like the huge drastic change is not worth it to them. And so that's why that doesn't work. You think about this in terms of your business, this is what I see so many entrepreneurs doing, is deciding that they want to hit some big goal, getting excited about it, getting all like jazzed up. (laughs) I don't think I've ever said jazzed up before to like hit that goal and make that money and they're, you know, amped up about it and they've heard people doing it and it's like a whole thing and they have some reason to start, some motivation and they get super They go like all in and do all of these things. And then inevitably, as what happens in business is we fail the goal and they get extremely discouraged. And then they basically just quit on their business and don't show up consistently for the next like two months or three months or a year. So I really want you to think about the difference between somebody who is starting the 75 hard challenge from the place of being all in on the habits and being like, okay. I'm going to figure out how to build each of these things into my day. And that's my goal. And knowing that that is going towards being a healthier person, but not like waiting for that result 
to make them happy or to make it worth it. Finding a way to do the challenge and to find the joy in it and to find the rewards in it without having to like see the abs poking out. (laughs) I want you to think about the difference between that person's experience of the challenge versus the person who is like, this is my last straw. If this doesn't work, I am quitting. I'm giving up. I have to change my body. I'm sick of my body. I'm done. I have to do something about it. Now, I'm not saying those people can't get through the end of the challenge because people do, but that's that is one of the things that people use that sets them up for failure. And here's something else that I've noticed that I think is also really holding people back. What I've just noticed a common pattern within this group and the challenge <laughs> of people failing. People fail all the time, by the way. People will be like, I have I'm starting my seventh time. Okay. Um, and we'll talk about why that happens as well. But first I want to mention the way that people choose to interpret the rules of the challenge has been really interesting. Okay. So I personally, for my diet, (laughs) chose to count macros because I've been counting macros for six months and I've gotten good at it and that's what works for me. And For me, I just know I'm like not a person who wants to restrict things and I'm not – if I, if my diet was cut out sugar, I would literally – like my habits are so bad around sugar. I love sugar so much. I gravitate towards things that are sugary. I don't even know how I would cut that out. I would definitely set myself up for failure. So that's not the diet that I chose. (laughs) And what I see a lot of people doing is choosing their diets like that. Like they're like, okay, this is going to, this has to be really hard. This has to be really difficult. I'm going to choose like keto or I'm going to choose no flour, no sugar. And they put themselves into like a very drastic life change. That's the main point I want to get across. I talk about this a lot is going from like you're sitting on the couch every day (laughs) eating cookies and potato chips to completely switching. Like you think you have to do a whole new life and it feels like you're becoming a whole new person. But what you're actually doing is taking yourself way out of your zone of comfort that it's going to feel like extreme burnout and like it's way too difficult and like it's not worth it after a certain short period of time. And I look back at my own fitness journey And if you would have put me in 2019 into this challenge, I would have had very different results than I do now. Okay. So when I started this, I was used to going to the gym every day. So that first workout was super easy. I was used to drinking water. I was used to counting macros. I probably already take a million progress pictures of myself. So that was pretty easy. So for me, it was just more of adding in a few things that were like, and also having to be consistent. For me, those were like the two little challenges that I hadn't been doing. Like if I wanted to take a day off, I would take a day off. And or if I was, you know, like sore and my body hurt or something, I would take a day off. And so it was challenging at first for me because I was doing my usual workouts at the gym and then I would like go on a walk and my back got so sore, I think because of uh, the core strength not being there. It like put more emphasis on my back. So I had to really look at the challenge and say, okay, what do I have to do? Because it doesn't say anywhere in there that I have to do like 
that you have to run for miles and miles for your workout. It doesn't say you have to do heavy lifting. And so I've noticed people in the group make their workouts like way harder than they have to be. And they get injured and they get sick. Like it's terrible. And of course, when you get injured and sick, you're going to tell you, you're going to be like, this doesn't make any sense. This is a dangerous challenge and you shouldn't be doing it. But looking at the rules and being like, okay, it actually doesn't say you have to like (laughs) torture yourself every day. It actually doesn't say you have to cut out all carbs and sugar when you were used to eating everything. And this is such a great parallel to my clients because my clients do the same thing in their business. They make everything like they're like, okay, if I'm going to go all in on my business, then I have to do 5 million things and I have to do them all perfectly. And it has, but it's like, no, what if that wasn't (laughs) what you had to do? What if you didn't have to make a super big change? What if you just had to make small, simple changes that you could do? So I've been really noticing for me, like what's coming up And yeah, the first couple weeks were really difficult for me because I had to get myself in a new routine. I had to put up with the pain and adjust my body into having two exercises a day as opposed to just one. Normally I would just work out, like sit around at home all day. (laughs) So that was an adjustment, but it wasn't such a huge adjustment that I like couldn't do it. Or that, you know, when there was a busy day, I couldn't do it. Or that when something came up and I, you know, didn't feel right or the weather wasn't right, I couldn't do it. I really believe you should be building your business this way. This is the only thing that's ever worked for me. And I also think it's because of the way our brains work as ADHD people. I know so many people in my audience are ADHD, especially creatives. And it's like we cannot deal with the complicatedness. We can't deal with the overwhelm. We need things to be simple and broken down. And so I've been just thinking about how great this challenge is, how I love that I have to do it no matter what. I love that I can't like get sick and say that I didn't do it for a day and that's fine. And I really love building that muscle of just like knowing that I am going to get those 10 pages in every single day doesn't matter if my kids are bothering me and screaming and I think that I can't do it. And I'm going to get that second workout in every day. And building that confidence in yourself, it has an effect on all areas of your life. It teaches you that you're somebody that can show up no matter what is going on. And lastly, I mentioned that people start seven times. (laughs) And I want to explain the last parallel to you, to your business, of why people fail. And the reason why is because people are not doing the challenge. They're not like, okay, I'm going to do this challenge no matter what. They're like, I'm going to try this challenge because it sounds interesting. Or I'm going to see if I can do the challenge. Okay. And that also comes back to wanting that result versus just committing to the process. So when you're thinking about this in terms of your business, think about the goal that you might be going for. Like you might be going for 10K a month, okay? And so that could be the same to to parallel back to 75 hard. That could be you're going to lose like 20 pounds or whatever. Um, But you don't go into it. You don't go into the month being like, did I make the $10,000? You set up the stuff that you need to do to get there. So you decide ahead of time like, What is the action that I need to take? Who is the person that I need to be? 
What do I need to do every day to be committed to that result, to that goal? And then you measure if it's working by if you did the things that you said you would. Not by like, you know, let's say you said you would post on Instagram every day. Not by posting on Instagram every day for like a week and then being like, well, no one responded, so this isn't working, so I'm not going to hit the goal, so I'm not doing it anymore. What if you approached everything in this way where you were like committed to that process and not necessarily that result? I remember all of the breakthroughs that I've had in both my business and my health life have been, I didn't know that the process was going to work. And in fact, the process like didn't work for me when I wasn't really doing it. (laughs) I mean, that sounds very obvious, but like, for example, when I was like, okay, I want to make this much money and this is how I'm going to show up. I would show up like enthusiastically half the time. And then the other half the time I would be like giving up, feeling defeated, avoiding or showing up and being like very frustrated and have really negative energy towards my clients for not buying from me. And I remember the same thing with my health and fitness journey. I was like hearing that, you know, eating more calories and lifting heavy weights would change your body. And I was like, I don't I don't see how this is going to work. When I ate more food in the past, it was not good. But I was like, okay, let me trust the process. Let me just commit to doing this for a certain amount of time, like three months. See if anything changes. And I did it. And I didn't get results right away. <laughs> like I just didn't. But I started to feel better. And I started to be like, and then I started to see the results. And then I was like, this is working actually. And that's what helped me be consistent. Feeling like it is working and feeling like you can manage it are the two biggest things that will get you results. I feel like that should be a quote. Feeling like it is working and feeling like you can manage it. Those are the two things. And kind of what we talked about today to tie it all in was that those were the reasons why people were failing, right? They were either doing it all and feeling like it wasn't working so it wasn't worth it. Or they were doing it all and they were doing too much. They were doing too drastic of a change. And then they were feeling like they couldn't manage it. Both of those things are going to stop you from getting results because you're not going to want to keep showing up. So I honestly think that that is the biggest thing. And for me personally, it took me about two weeks to to adjust and to feel like, okay, this is just normal for me. Because at first it felt like it was just like my whole life was revolving around it. And then I started to be like, okay, this is when my body needs to stretch, not work out more. (laughs) This is when I can go on my walks to make it easier on myself that I'm not like waiting till the last minute to do it. And I, you know, I started working out little solutions that work for me. I'm like, okay, well, I can read my book in the women's locker room at the gym so I don't get interrupted by my kids, stuff like that. And that's what will happen when you do things slowly and gently is that you will be able to find solutions for yourself and you'll be able to make things easier for yourself and more manageable to get to the point where it is today for me where it's kind of just like, okay, this is my day every day now and I'm used to it. And it's not like a huge, you know, inconvenience for me to be doing this challenge anymore like it was the first two weeks. So that is how 
the process works. And it just made me think, what if everybody did a 75 hard on their business? Like what's the worst that could happen if you did a 75 hard? And what kinds of things would that look like for you? I want to challenge you to try that. And lastly, I am a big believer in like, I'm fine with taking off days. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. And so when this challenge is pro- is over, I love, I genuinely love to work out every day, but if I don't feel like it or if I'm like sick or something, I'm going to stay home. So what if it was something where you committed to first learning how to show up for a commitment, built the skill of learning how to be consistent, okay? Because I know a lot of people are like, well, but you don't actually have to, like, it's okay if you are sick. It's okay if you're feeling down. And the line is kind of blurred between should you be consistent or should you, you know, take care of yourself? So I want to say, what if it's just a muscle that you need to build and then once you feel like you do have that down, like once you're consistent, then you you build the trust in yourself to be able to take that time off and to know when you're taking the time off because you're avoiding or you know when you're taking the time off because you actually really need it. So that's the last thing I want to leave you with. If you're feeling like, okay, I don't want to be way too hard on myself and be like, you know, in masculine hustle energy, that is the difference. So that's all I have for you. Put together your own 75 hard challenge or even do the physical, literal 75 hard challenge that I'm doing. Join me. It I highly recommend it if you do it in a way that is like not too crazy for yourself. It feels really, really good and it feels amazing to be outside every day and to prioritize that activity. So I hope you got some good insight into how you might be like not doing this in your business and make your own challenge for yourself. Show up consistently and build that trust with yourself. All right. I'll talk to you next week. If you're ready to take your portrait business to the next level, you can work with me one-on-one in my six month coaching program. We'll look at exactly how you've created your current results and dissolve all the ways you're still blocking income. Go to the link in the show notes and book your free business consultation call. And if you're loving the show, make sure you join us in the free Facebook community, Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. We'll see you in there.